All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fort Worth Music Academy podcast. I'm so excited for our guest this week. We have Miss Meg Minter. She is the owner of Studio of Movement, which is a dance school here in Fort Worth. And uh, Meg, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it over to you. First of all, thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so for those who don't know you, maybe tell us a little bit about your school and what you do. Sure. Um, my name is Meg, and um, I've always kind of been immersed in the dance world in a pretty large capacity. Um, working at studios, I actually earned a dance degree um, at the University of Texas in Austin, um, modern and contemporary choreography and performance. Um, I've always taught in studios. I earned a teaching certification and kind of dabbled in teaching um, in high schools. I was, I'm a certified teacher in Texas to teach dance to public schools. Um, and then moving to Fort Worth, just had to take a break from the dance bit. I'm originally from the Dallas area and have taught in the Austin market and in the Dallas market and had established a reputation as a teacher and a choreographer there. And then um, after having our daughter, uh, my husband wanted to pursue his master's in business. So that kind of brought us to Fort Worth for him to go to TCU. And I took a break from teaching and dancing uh, to work at an ad agency and I loved it so much but I missed dancing so much and after having our second kid decided to open up my my own studio so that's kind of what propelled me um, back into dance and it was a huge risk for us uh, not having taught in the Fort Worth community so not having my name out to where people would know who I was but it has definitely been worth the leap of faith for sure. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. So you you really are more of a, a Dallas native. From I was born and raised in Dallas, and then went to school in Austin. Yes, that is correct. Um, lived half my life in Dallas, and then the other half in Austin, and then we've lived here for about nine years now, almost nine years. Well, now you're a Fort Worth native. Now I'm a Fort Worth native. Yes. Wow. Yes. So I have so many questions just based on that. So what's what's really interesting is um, I I wonder how much you can relate to this because my degree is in classical guitar performance, and so uh, you know my parents and people were like, Eric, what are you thinking? Like, let's get real. Did did you have any pushback on getting a degree in dance? I 100% had pushed back. Um, my father, what's so ironic about that is my father is an artist and he graduated with an art degree um, from Houston. So he knew exactly what I was getting myself into and the job opportunities available. We didn't know at the time that I wanted to open a studio. I never really knew what my aspirations were going to be um, going into dance. I just knew that I loved it so much and I knew that I loved to teach and work with kids. Um, but no, he definitely because I was also extremely academic, um, worried about me pursuing that with my whole heart, knowing that there were other doors that I could have opened and I chose dance, but he's been nothing but supportive. And they, both my parents have had a huge um, hand in developing the studio and helping me develop my brand. And given that's my dad's background, graphic design and art, um, he's been instrumental in um, the aesthetics and stuff that you see. So it's been a team effort and it's definitely been a blessing for the, the family for sure. Yeah. And I definitely want to talk about the, your, your branding and your aesthetic in, in a minute, cause it's yeah. really is awesome. Um, that, so we, yeah, I, I was kind of the same way when I got uh, my degree and my parents were like, do something a little more sensible. And I was like, if I'm going to invest four years in studying something, I got to pay all this money for it. It's going to be in yeah. something I like, right? That you love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now you said you have um, a degree and you have a teaching certification. 
I do, yes. So now they kind of bake it into the degree system for if you're pursuing a BFA in dance. Back then, they did not. Mm -hmm. It was something that you had to pursue completely separate. So in order to teach um, dance in a middle school or a high school public school setting, you have to have a certification to do that. And um, I did not, I was not able to do that at school, but I pursued it separately outside of school. And then um, actually, no, it's okay. I just say I actually taught in a, in a high school um, in Arlington. So that was fun. No kidding. Wow. So did, uh, did you get alternatively certified? Yes. No, 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 no. For alternative school. No, 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 for, so they have, if you already have a degree, but it's not in education, and then you want to get a teaching certificate, you can get what's called an alternative certification, mm. um, where you don't have to go back to college, and you go oh, yes. through like this 12-week crash course. Yes, that's what I did, yes. Yeah. I went through Texas teacher certification, and so it was definitely like a full summer, and what was beautiful about me teaching in Arlington as a long-term substitute teacher um, I was able to use those hours towards my certification. So yeah. um, I was teaching during the day and then in the evenings taking those classes and earning that certification. Um, so it all just kind of married very nicely at the same time. Wow, that's so funny uh, because I, my, my background is a little similar. I became a, uh, a substitute teacher, did yeah. a long-term sub job and then got certified and then um, somehow fell into, I, I was the music teacher at Ridgely Hills Elementary for four years oh, before fine, yeah. opening my school. Yeah, so. no, it sounds like the exact same story. I was um, approached to be a long-term sub for the drill team director at the time. She had torn her ACL and was going to be out for a very long time with like numerous surgeries. And so I said, if I'm going to commit to an entire fall and half of a spring semester as a long-term sub for a high school, I might as well get a certification while I'm here. And so that's definitely how that all played out. So yeah, it's like very similar story. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, let, let's talk a, a little bit about your, your school as it currently exists. Um, I want to gush for a second because my, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, Kennedy goes, uh, takes dance lessons at your school. And I remember, and I won't name names. We've been to other dance schools and stuff. And I remember <laughs> stepping foot into your school for the first time and as a parent, I was like, I feel safe here. I feel comfortable here. I love the aesthetics. I love the, the culture that is here. And then as a business owner, I was like, wow, she's figured it out. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. So yeah. What, what inspired you to, instead of going to work for somebody else, to say, you know what, I'm going to build my own dance school? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, I've worked for two pretty large studios, one in Dallas and one in Austin, and I've helped build their schools and their clientele and their brand. And I was instrumental in working behind the front desk for those schools and um, running their registration and sending out their tuition. And um, so I helped do the business component of those schools. And then I was also instrumental in teaching. Um, being a dancer and a teacher uh, just came very natural for me and I've done it my whole life. So I learned very quickly the ins and outs of running a studio, um, teaching in the classroom and being there with the kids and as well as working with the dance company, which is competition related. So I just kind of had my, my foot in all of those doors and I learned a lot. And then working for an ad agency and I've always kind of been immer um, immersed in 
advertising culture by osmosis with my dad because he's done that his whole life. Um, but I learned a lot about branding and social media and how to build a website, um, targeted email campaigns and how to, um, design those and, you know, Google analytics. And uh, I just learned a lot about advertising in the four years that I worked for an ad agency here in Fort Worth. So I felt like kind of the stars just kind of aligned and kind of put me right at the door of deciding, should I open a studio or should I not? I have all the tools to do so. I know how to run the business component of it. I know how to um, do the advertising component of it. I obviously know how to teach. I've done that. I've been teaching since I was like 17 years old and then I've danced since I was two. It just seemed like it was the perfect scenario. Um, my dad being a graphic designer and he also owned his own business for over 20 years. Um, oh, wow. Was super, super instrumental in kind of coaching me and encouraging me and saying like, you know, go big or go home and um, be bold in your decision making and you are set up for success. You can do this. I doubted myself a lot. Uh, just, I've always sat passenger at the two prior studios that I worked at and was very comfortable sitting in that like second seat um, and helping. And um, I had all of the tools to do it solo, but I was very, very scared um, for one reason. Nobody knew I existed in Fort Worth. I had not taught um, a single student. I had an, I have an eight year old daughter, so she was my, my only one signed up at the time. Um, but also just doing it on my own and not having somebody to bounce business ideas off of or, you know, ask questions and kind of communicate um, was just very intimidating for me. And it's, it's, um, it can be a very terrifying experience. Yes, yes, it can. It can be super, super intimidating. And not being from Fort Worth, um, that also intimidated me because, you know, I had some research to do in terms of what my markets look like and they are different you know you have very drill team markets and then you have very um, more artistic dance and you have competitive markets and um, Fort Worth is very unique because they lean way more towards the artistic side of dance rather than like they're not highly competitive and drill team like really doesn't exist at all in Fort Worth like it does like in the Dallas school districts and the Austin school districts so in terms of our classes and what we were going to offer it was unlike what I have grown for those other two studios. Um, so there was just a lot of things coming into play, but with the encouragement from my father and my husband and my family, um, we just kind of dove into the water and I've always been a diver. I've always been, you know, one to trust knowing that diving in something would catch me. And so that's kind of what we did. And, um, my husband is in commercial real estate, so he kind of knew good areas to look for and how to negotiate rent opportunities. Um, my brother is a, is a printer, so he printed all of our um, large format items and our print materials needed to advertise. And then my dad is a graphic designer, so he helped design our brand and our logo and kind of our aesthetic. I mean, definitely with what I wanted in my vision, um, he just basically helped me implement it. So it's been uh, extremely family um, built. It's built by the hands of the people that love and support me the most, which was kind of the hero story in it all. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how our aesthetic came about and me taking the leap of faith to do something. And it's been really rewarding to do it for me and not sit passenger. Uh, I did that for so long and I had um, all the guts and the energy to do it myself. I just was extremely scared and uh, it's definitely been, it's just validated. Everything I've ever done in my entire life has led me to this moment. And I'm just so thankful. Like even the advertising and the teaching for other studios and for those markets, it's just given me all the tools I need to just confidently do it for myself and by myself. 
That's so cool. And I love that you, you have such a, a supportive circle around you yeah. and, mm -hmm. and they all have these unique skills that, yes. that mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's really neat. Yes. So what would you say is the, um, if, if you had to pick one thing, what would you say is the number one thing that has made your school uh, successful so far? What do you think it is about your school that really resonates with people? Sure. I'd love to answer that. Um, we have people that have asked me before, what do you contribute? Like your quick, I would say quick success. Um, my husband did the numbers. He's my numbers guy. And he said, you know, nobody knows you exist. We're putting our, ourselves on the line here. You need 30 kids to uh, register for your first season of dance for us to not freak out and financially think, what were we thinking? Um, and we, I see, do you think you can get 35 kids? And I'm like, I think so. Yes, I think so. I'm not sure, but I think well, we opened our doors with 50 kids and that was a huge blessing. And then we closed out our first year with 150 students. Wow. Um, and then we grew to 250 over the summer and we, we started out with two studios and about 1200 square feet of space. And my husband said, if you grow to a certain number of kids, we're going to have to expand into the space next door and, and add a third, third studio and double our, our footprint here. And, um, I remember that first summer, the registrations were pouring in and I had a moment of like, cause if we just had closed out our first year, it took me, you know, a while to get confident to open. And then it took me an entire year to, to grow. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, we have to grow again. So we ended up expanding. Um, and now we're hovering around 450 kids going into our fourth year, which is just wow. banana. That's incredible. Um, I, it's just crazy. It's really, really crazy. And, um, I, I lose sleep over it. I go to bed every night thinking that it could be ripped from me. Um, and I think living in that fear just continues to motivate me to just work even that much harder. Um, but people ask me, what do you attribute like your, your quick success to? And I think it depends on who you ask. If you ask my, my dad, he's, it's your look, it's your aesthetic, it's your brand. It's, you, you're very polished. And then if you, if you ask um, my husband, he's like your location, your location in Fort Worth is prime and you have a good traffic. And, um, I think in general, Fort Worth and the fabric of Fort Worth, the community is phenomenal. Um, and then if you ask me, I definitely think it's our people. I think it's the people that we have mentoring the kids. Um, dance is unique wherever you go. It can kind of be different and the credentials are different. The accolades are different. Um, I really pride myself on who I put in the classroom with these kids to mentor them. Um, a lot of them are currently pursuing dance on a collegiate level, earning a BFA or a BA um, in that field, or they have already earned those things. Um, so they're just really knowledgeable. They're um, immersed in the dance community in a strong capacity where they're at and in their studies. Um, they're pursuing it professionally and they've done it their whole life. So I'm just putting very knowledgeable people and they're good, good. Um, they've good souls. So I, yeah. if you ask me, I think it's our faculty. I think it's the people that we have teaching the kids. And I think our community of families um, as a product of that. I think we have really awesome families like yourself and your baby. Um, <laughs> we just have, we just have awesome families here. So I think it's the people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. You, your, your staff is pretty consistently, like I feel comfortable. Yes. My daughter could be with any of your teachers and yes. there's, yes. there's not inconsistencies there, yes. but I mean, and that, that certainly goes to the top to you, your ability to lead and to choose and to look for the right people. Thank you. I appreciate so. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm particular, but, um, it really just comes down to, are they knowledgeable and are they good people? And, um, 
faculty is such a fancy word, but I really call them mentors and I really drive that concept home um, in our meetings and in my hiring and in our um, preparation for the years that you guys are mentoring these kids. So um, we really hold fast to that. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, let's talk about something a little less exciting. Let's talk about uh, coronavirus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what has that experience been like for you? What was the first moment where you were like, oh my God, this is real and this is going to affect us? It has definitely affected us. Um, and I know it's affected YouTube. It's, it's affected culture and art in such a big way. Um, it's devastating for our um, community and our circles because we are... I think we are essential, but to, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we are non-essential. Um, we are essential for mental health for sure. Um, the first time it kind of really hit me was, you know, it happened after spring break and we went on a family vacation during spring break and it was fine. And it was fine. And, uh, two weeks was fine. And then after that, I I've never really had moments where my mental health has been tested. Um, I'm a pretty positive person, bread and breathe and um, spread light, but I felt very, very sad um, having to cancel some very big things in the semester. Um, the spring is so big for our students. It's when we, we've worked all year long and then we exhibit all of that work in the spring, whether it's competition or recital, um, that's what we work so hard to do. Uh, we dance for us, but I mean, we are an audience driven sport um, per se or art. So um, to have to cancel things uh, like competition for our company kids and recital uh, for all of our sweet students registered, it was really, really hard for me, like writing the email and I cried about it for like over a week. And my husband was just like, you have to understand like, this is your whole world. And it's very hard for you as a decision maker. And you feel like you're letting so many people down. But that weight for you is not the same weight for any of your students or your teachers. Yes, it's, it's hard for them too, but they don't have the same gravity and weight like you do. And then the minute that I could like really accept that, I did feel like a sense of like, he's right. I mean, this is awful for everybody. Um, I've worked so hard to build what we have um, knowing that we're going to come back from it. We will, but that was really, really hard for me to cancel, um, some of those big events for our students. Cause I felt like I was letting all of the, the kids down and I don't like failure like that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, wow. yeah, it's hard, but being able to, we can pivot and be virtual. We can do virtual classes. Um, we've done that a little bit. There's different formats to do that. Um, it's not my favorite though. It's, yeah. just it's just not, I mean, we are an in-person driven thing. And so that's been, that's been hard. Yeah, totally. I get that. So what, uh, now you guys are doing some like in-person camps and things. Yeah. Now. So we are, uh, we close everything down for, I like to say our theater was dark for about a hundred days. Um, we started in June with, some camps uh, for the little ones, some toddler camps. And then we have classes in the evening for just our company kids because they are older. Um, we know that we can kind of control the social distancing aspect of those requirements. And um, we're trying to keep their training up as we hopefully gear up for a better fall and spring year with them. Um, and as terms of as capacity goes, we are well under what is even allowed right now by doing that. Um, so with our camps, you know, we have 10 kids per room. 
um, with a teacher and assistant and that's under, you know, kind of what our capacity would be. So, um, and we're masking and we're taking temperatures and lots of hand washing and sanitizing and um, lots of cleaning of the space. Um, but so far so good. We haven't had um, any hiccups yet, which is a big blessing. Um, teaching in a mask and watching my dancers dance in a mask has also not been my favorite. Yeah. Um, from, you know, just an, we are, we are self-expression. That's kind of our art. So, you know, to see them struggle, um, being able to express themselves in that way has been a struggle for me, but truly I think kids are going to save the world one day. And I know you working with kids. You probably agree. I think kids are literally the golden ticket to what comes next for us. Um, so, you know, being able to continue to pour into them and be there for them and watch them just kind of sail through this with such grace has just been awesome. Yeah, great. Well, I know my wife has uh, registered our daughter for the fall, so we're uh, we're we're ready to to get back into it, regardless of whether the uh, the schools are yes. are in session. We'll 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 have dance to to go to. Well, great. Well, Meg, well, thank you so much for being my guest today. This was really awesome and it, it was inspiring getting to of, talk to you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. And real quick, uh, where can people find you? Uh, people can find us. Um, our website is www.studioofmovement.com. That's M-O-V-E-M-I-N-T.com. Um, we're also um, pretty heavily um, on Instagram um, and on Facebook. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again, Meg, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.